welcome to the Behavior Speak podcast. Now, here's your host, Ben Ryman. Welcome to another episode of the Behavior Speak podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ryman. Uh, today, we're having, we have a, 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 a different guest on. Uh, quite often, we bring on kind of, you know, ABA professionals and, and psychologists and sort of folks that are kind of professionals in the field. And uh, I thought it would be really cool if, um, if, if we kind of moved away from sort of, sort of that area and started talking to some folks that, uh, you know, either have been on the receiving end maybe of services or just folks out there in the community that have sort of different perspectives. Um, and, and so this, this is a great opportunity to kind of do that. Uh, a lot, a lot of folks out there will be familiar with my, my guest today. Um, uh, if, especially if you're on any kind of form of social media, um, uh, my guest, Tiffany Hammond runs a, a couple social media accounts under the, under the name fidgets and fries. And I think a lot of folks will be familiar with that. Uh, lots and lots of followers, pretty, pretty big fan base in sort of the, uh, in sort of a bunch of different areas, which I won't, uh, which I won't try to sort of outline. And, and I think the conversation itself will, uh, will give it away and certainly just go check out fidgets and fries and maybe read a little bit and, and you'll, and you'll, you'll get a pretty good idea of kind of what we're going to be talking about. But I, I've been really, I, what, what really kind of caught me in, uh, in, uh, in Tiffany's work and, and welcome to the show, Tiffany. Thank you. Thanks for being here. What really kind of caught me, uh, Tiffany, about what about what you've been doing um, um, is, uh, generally speaking, I I, I I I struggle with reading long posts and, and and that sort of thing on social media. It hasn't always been my strength. I always like to, I always prefer sort of the the three line, um, easy easy read text. Um, you know that I think some of that has to do with sort of some of my uh, deficits in attention and whatnot, but. A couple months back, uh, Tiffany wrote a uh, an essay that she posted on 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 a couple of her feeds um, that that really 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 kind of spoke to me and really kind of said you know I, I I've got to I got to get her on the show um, and uh, a lot of folks will be familiar with um, um, uh, something that's been happening a lot in sort of the the ABA applied behavior analysis kind of field. Um, and it's this kind of idea of, uh, of, uh, some folks call it ABA reform. And I think these, this is a group of folks that think, you know, ABA needs some improvement and there's some things that can be done. Um, other folks kind of fall in this camp of kind of the anti-ABA camp where they believe ABA should be banned or, or, um, or essentially, you know, canceled that there's nothing that can be kind of, kind of done positively to, to make it any better. And this kind of all comes out of of kind of the the, the history of ABA, um, which some folks will be familiar with in terms of you know, uh, kind of in the sixties and seventies, there were, and, and even in the eighties, um, there there was I think a lot more use of sort of uh, you know kind of punishment type procedures and different things like that that were you know fairly um, um, you know uh, I think negative in a lot of ways and, and and certainly didn't do a lot for sort of the image of the field of ABA. Um, and uh, even to this day, there are, you know, places like um, uh, that, that are, are still using sort of, you know, contingent punishment as sort of their, uh, as sort of a, 
uh, an intervention that's still unused that we're hearing a lot of things places like the judge rotenberg center which has been in in the news quite a bit lately for their their program that uses contingent shock um uh there's references like the the 70s article from records and lovast that talks about trying to you know the essentially convert uh a, a young a young gay boy into into a heterosexual um uh, there's um a lot about sort of the the low vast model of aba being maybe the central issue here where um you know really intense amount of hours of therapy and all these sorts of things that are out there that that have really not not been good for our field and and so there's a lot of folks out there particularly folks that i think identify as autistic um you know and are self-advocates and are sort of feeling like you know they haven't been you know uh, involved enough or or in, in sort of these interventions which are directed at them you know it's been a lot of folks that you know are, are sort of quote-unquote neurotypical that have made kind of a lot of these decisions and it's created a a massive mostly online it seems but we've seen some live stuff as well um um a, a massive sort of uh, you know polarity of of uh, of uh, of some really you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, um, vitriol vitriolic kind of argument and 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 a lot of fighting and a lot of name calling and a lot of a lot of really kind of hateful statements and and just a lot of people just not getting along and not agreeing and uh, and it's led to uh, I think a, a massive movement uh, on, on not just autistic folk but but parents and whatnot trying to kind of get this field out of the way and, and gone. And, and, and I think Tiffany has kind of fallen in the middle of that sometimes because of a lot of the intersectionalities that she, in, in terms of, in terms of how she identifies, which we'll get into soon enough. Um, and, uh, and I, I think it's definitely been, and, and so, so she wrote this wonderful essay that, 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 that just just spoke to me in so many ways. I think spoke to a lot of people about how it's not really about ABA and or no ABA. That is that is sort of a, a service level argument, and that there are actually kind of really deep deep seated kind of root systemic issues that have led to all these problems. And that's kind of some of the stuff we're going to kind of get into today. I don't want to just take. Take, I don't want to be, be the only speaker today, but I kind of wanted to give folks a little bit of an overview of kind of why why I brought Tiffany on and and, and kind of some of the directions we might kind of go in today. And I, and I will preface right away, this is not going to be a pro-ABA or anti-ABA conversation. This is a conversation just about um, uh, Tiffany's sort of experiences uh, working as an advocate, being a parent, being a black woman, uh, being an autistic woman, and... Uh, and uh, and kind of how you know, sort of she's had to navigate a lot of these systems, um, and and just the wonderful work she's doing to, to to speak out and 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 really kind of speak her authentic truth, which uh, is has been really really powerful. Um, so Tiff, why don't you just maybe just start by kind of telling telling us kind of a little just about yourself, um, you know, kind of kind of where you are about your family and and kind of about the work you're doing. Um, I'm Tiffany. I am the voice behind Fees and Fries. Um, I am an autistic mother to two autistic boys. Um, 
ages 13 and 15. Um, I basically just tell stories to try to get people to see us more, um, to get a better Mm -hmm. feel for our experiences and our lives. And, um, challenge them to want to be better humans and um that's pretty much the gist of what I do I don't have a side I don't um I don't do symbology or you know identifiers or or like carry flags for one side I'm not you know, autism mom. I'm not uh, actually autistic. I don't mm. want to be boxed <laughs> in, you know, to fit in. I tried that. Um, and it doesn't work. So I, what I try to do is that I try to live as whole as possible while showing my community that they are also whole people that they do not reside at one identity that they are bigger than whatever side they've chosen to be that day and i just take Mm. everything that i am and i put it all in a big old pile and i and i just throw it at people and i i Throw as much stuff as I can at someone <laughs> until it's so heavy that they can't even stand. Because it's like we don't live as fragmented parts of ourselves, and yet we are trying to advocate for one part of ourselves. And that's the major reason why advocacy within this community doesn't work. And so that, that's. Essentially, what I'm trying to do is, is I want to I want to challenge people to think more deeply about their circumstances and who they are as people, and um, help them to recognize that they have power in their voices. There's a, a, like an overwhelming number of people within my community feel as though they have no voice, and it's not just parents; it's other autistic people who feel like they are silenced, that they can't live as authentically as possible and that's what's sad and that's what what hurts a lot because Mm. a lot of them so many people in my community have so many beautiful great ideas like so many things that can help this community and they're scared to share them and they're Mm. afraid that they'll be pushed aside or discarded all of that and 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 I was once that person like I like when I when when I first started like sharing online I was that person like I was like if I share this in this way I'm gonna make parents mad at me if I share Mm. this in this way I'm gonna make autistic people mad Mm. at me and then I just got to the point where 
I'm like, oh my gosh, not neither one of these groups is serving me well. Like they're screaming at mm. me, they're screaming over me, and they aren't helping. And so I wasted so much time mm-hmm. trying to be a part of all of these different groups, and none of them were helping. Let's do it. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. share the way I want to share, and the people that are here are the ones that were meant to be here. I'm going to create my own community because I don't like what I see right now. So, and that's what I do. It's just like, I, I just, I just go around to other people's communities and then I just like collect everybody like Pokemon balls and they all come to me, you know, and I want to, <laughs> I want to <laughs> grab them all and, 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 and bring them here and say, Hey, you can live as, as, as free and as whole as you want in this space. And nobody is going to judge you for that. What thoughts you have. I'm not going to judge you for that. What what feelings you have. They're yours. You own them. I can't take that away from you. I want to help as many people as I can. And I can't do that if I'm yelling at you. Or if I'm I'm judging you, if I'm rating you, Mm -hmm. if I'm putting you down. And and that's kind of what, that's kind of what I do. Is is I don't teach people what autism is. Like, there's a whole lot of accounts out there. They're like, "Oh, hmm. this is what autism looks like. This is a red flag. This is a symptom. This is what it looks like when I have a meltdown. This is what it looks like, you know." And and, and hmm. you know, I I don't hmm. do any of that. Like that, that's for somebody else. I follow mm-hmm. accounts that do that. I love those accounts. They help me with my children all the time. But that's not me. I wanted to be hmm. different. I don't want to make easily digestible content. I want you to pretty much choke on everything that I share. I want it to sit like in your throat and you, you know, can't swallow right. Like I don't like people are so complex and they're so there's so much depth to us that we should not be talking about yes. people in an in a in a in a easily digestible way. And and that's definitely difficult to do on mm-hmm. platforms such as Instagram, which is so image driven. So you're like, how do you, you know, all of this, mm-hmm. um, all this content into like slides and stuff that are going to keep people engaged? And I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I need to figure out how to do it because I'm not liking what I see when I go to somebody else's page and they got mm-hmm. five slides with four words and it. That's supposed to be mm-hmm. the advocacy. Like we are not, we have to do better. And so I was like, I got to figure out how to, I have to figure mm-hmm. out how to put so much information on a slide in a way that's going to going to demonstrate the breadth of my humanity. I have to figure out how to do that. And, um, and mm-hmm. so that's what I do. And, 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 and <laughs> And so it's wild to me because there was like another like kind of big autistic advocate who's like, I don't write a lot because my audience tells me that they don't like to read a lot. And I'm like, so you're just basically saying your audience (laughs) doesn't want to learn more. I'm like, no, my audience reads my stuff. So I know that there's people out there that want to read things. You just have to package it in a way that that invites them in to wanting to read. 
and mm-hmm. it's extra work is I, I it's 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 incredibly hard to write something as about controversial and difficult topics and have people stay with you from start to finish there's a lot of times where i write something so long and i'm like nobody is gonna read this nobody is gonna read this they're gonna get tired (laughs) after the first slide and i'm like nah i'm gonna do it i have to do it i can't (laughs) chop it down anymore i chopped it down so much so i just put it out there and I'm like, mm-hmm. if y'all need to read my one single post and it takes you three days to read it, I would rather you take three days to read it than me give you five slides with four words and nothing else. I want you to take breaks if you need to. Yep. And my most successful posts are the ones that are like 10 slides and a million words. So that demonstrates that mm-hmm. there, there is mm-hmm. a hunger and there is a thirst for the type of social media activism that I am putting out there. There are people that want to work and there are people that are willing to do that work and they are willing to read, even if it takes them three days to finish a post. Even if they're like, I don't understand this section right here, Timmy, can you explain it a little further? There are people that want to to learn and we don't give them enough credit. And Mm. I'm like, Mm. I need to share the way that I need to share, create the community that I need to create because I don't see what I want and I don't like what I see. So I need to 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 build something that works for me and 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 hope that it works for a lot of other people. And so far I'm 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 on my way. I'm making mm. like like I'm making some moves. Like I'm I'm inching my way up, you know. A lot of people are starting to starting to hear me and they're seeing me a little bit more. And so like as much love as I'm getting now, I'm getting a lot of like not so good love. <laughs> like getting a lot of hate. So mm. I guess the good comes from the hmm But yeah, what can you do? I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. I- I think you're, that's, that's really awesome. I think there's a few things that you kind of touch on that I kind of want to dig into a bit, because I think with social media, you know, I've often heard sort of Facebook, you know, and I know you do a lot more on Instagram and and I think this statement is part of that, part of the reason why, but um, a lot of people have described Facebook as kind of a, a cesspool um of uh in terms of interaction because there there is there is a lot of hate there is a lot of vitriol there is a lot of um you know really aggressive short statements you know uh, one liners and, and 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 like you say you know um you know you you really can't get that message out in, in just a couple lines but you know because there's no there's you know there's 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 no emotion there's no feeling there's no authentic authenticity behind it you know it's just it's just you know throwing throwing knives back and forth at each other exactly. online and yeah and 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 so what tends to happen with these sorts of groups is 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 well there's a couple of things that i've noticed one one thing i've noticed in sort of in a couple of these groups and, and it doesn't even have to be aba it can just be pro or anti anything really um 
Um, but I tend to be more in these kind of ABA groups. So this is where I see it um, um, is it seems like it's a lot of people saying these things. It seems like there's hundreds of people that are, you know, you know, for or against whatever. Um, but when you kind of look closer and closer at, at some of these sorts of, at, at these sorts of communities, it actually seems to me more like, and I could be wrong. You can tell me that it's, it's actually just a few people that are really good at yelling and are really good at commenting over and over and over again and posting over and over and over again. And they make it seem like, you know, they're speaking for a much larger audience when in fact it's really just sort of this, 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 this small group. Is, is that accurate? Are you looking for a way to recognize World Autism Month in a meaningful, actionable way? Foundations for Divergent Minds is a nonprofit organization rooted in the belief that all neurodivergent people should be able to thrive in the communities they live, work, and play. We are offering courses to professionals to provide a space to explore neurodiversity through a different lens while staying true to your field. Every course fee directly supports our programs tackling healthcare gaps for autistics of color, designing local community programs, and promoting safety for autistic people. We recognize that the fear of discomfort can be a big deterrent for many people, but that also discomfort is the place where growth comes from. So we created several courses aimed at offering this space to different fields of practice. One for teachers, educators, speech-language pathologists, occupational therapists and counselors, and the other for behavior analysts. If you're unsure what steps to take to build a neurodiversity-aligned practice, these courses are a great resource and co-instructed by professionals in your field of practice. For the Behavior Analyst course, go to FDM, that's F as in Frank, D as in Donald, M as in Mary, dot training forward slash response. Everyone else can go to FDM dot training forward slash implement. And now for a limited time, you can use the discount code behavior speaks, all caps, to receive a 10% discount. Hope to see you there. If you're planning on collecting continuing education credits for this episode, you'll need to enter the three secret words at www.cbiconsultants.com forward slash shop. The first secret word is social. Um, I want to say I do think that that's accurate in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. I feel like a lot of times, I think that we, including myself, we can get caught up being online so much that we almost think that the real world is like that. And so you feel like there's a lot of people on there like, they're so angry and they don't understand why people are still using puzzle pieces or first or first person identifiers or still think ABA is good and yada yada. And they're like, and they should understand this and they should know this and this. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. the whole of the world does not live on social media yes we live out here so no they're not seeing the bad in a puzzle piece or you know why so many feel ABA is bad or why not to use a person first identifier they're not seeing that but Mm -hmm. when you're online you're like you feel like yeah everybody should know this 
Everybody mm-hmm. should know this. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, it, it definitely feels as though, in my experience, that there are a lot more people on all sides that feel as I do. But there's so many people, there's so, the leaders of this community, and I, I use that loosely in like air quotes, but can't see that, but um, <laughs> the leaders of this community, they're small in number, but they are loud. Yes. They are loud. and yes. And they know what to say. They know yes. what to say that hits people stuns them into silence and stuns them into fear and they hit people where it hurts and so it's it's not that that they are so big and mighty in numbers just they figured out Mm -hmm. how how to how to talk to you in a way Mm -hmm. that makes you doubt your own story so yes. like you don't even know if the life you're living is real. Like they're telling you what your life is. This is how you experience this. This is how your child experiences this. And then they take their lives, they impose them on yours or your yes. child's, and they say, You don't know nothing about your child. Right. I know more because I am autistic. You don't know nothing. And and you'll feel some kind of way. Like as a parent, you feel that. Like I'm a parent. Yeah. I would feel that. I would feel like, wow, I definitely cannot know my child. I don't know what they're going through. I don't get it. This person does. And then you and you you are hitting people with so much anger and so yes. much of your own pain and they don't know what to do with it. Except for shut up, like they just yeah. they just they just they clam up and they stop. And it's not just parents they silence. They silence other autistic people who do not feel mm-hmm. that they do or as strongly as they do about certain things. And so they're loud. <laughs> they're loud. They're they're really loud. And 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 and. They stomp and they yell and they scream and and it's worse. And um you start to see this 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 shift kind of happening where people are like, mm. can you be more nuanced? Can you have more of a of a of a different uh perspective on things? Mm-hmm. Can you be more welcoming? to the lives that differ from your own. And I'm starting to see mm-hmm. that. But then I'm also starting to see them pushing back harder, more aggressively, more mm-hmm. name calling, more nothing. I don't even have a side. <laughs> like on mm-hmm. NBA, I'm really like y'all are arguing over the wrong stuff right now. Like I'm really not not in that pro anti thing, but there is like yeah. things floating around this thing. I'm an ABA apologist. I am pro ABA. I am, and, and I'm sitting there like, wow, okay, <laughs> you know. And I would say, like, probably like a year and a half ago, maybe that would have crushed me. Like, I would have mm. probably would have like went 
corner and stuff. And, and now I'm like, oh, I'm getting to you. Like, I'm getting <laughs> to you now. And you're starting to see the shift and you're starting to see it happen right before your eyes. And you're not liking the people who are challenging you. You're not liking that they're tagging you. You're not liking that they're quoting you. You're not liking that they're citing me. I'm doing something. And mm-hmm. I just, honestly, I live with no cares right now. I'm just like, mm. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to write my truth and, and I'm going to put it out there. And if you don't like me, I can't care about that. Like yes. I have to keep, I have to keep going and keep pushing, and I and and like I say, and like said recently, it's like I don't care if I'm the only person on my side. Like literally, that's all I need. I don't care. I'll go up against all of y'all. Like I don't like I don't care right now. Like I want to help my children. I want to help myself. I want to help other people. And then I see advocacy that only helps one type of person mm-hmm. and, you know i'm not gonna stay anymore because one <laughs> life is too short to to, to mm-hmm. not speak your mind i got to i have to. Mm-hmm. and i i don't like what i see i have to try and change that and with however yeah. many years i have left on this earth i need to try to leave my mark in any way that i can and then hopefully i can inspire the, that one person that's actually going to go out there and change the mess out of this world. And that's kind of, that's what I do. I want to, I want to, I want to hit back on that, that very, very, very aggressive and vocal number of people. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 they do not outnumber the people that feel as I do. It just mm-hmm. feels that way. Mm-hmm. And it feels that way on and I keep telling people, we don't live online and we have to move our advocacy offline. And I wrote a series yes. of posts about that. And you would think that I told them to chop their legs off. Like you, that's, that's how they took it. And they're like, I can't do anything else. I can't go offline. I can't. Mm. And I'm sitting here like, I'm not telling you to take to the streets, <laughs> but you could organize, um, organize refreshments for the people that actually do take to the streets mm-hmm. on your behalf. Set up a mm-hmm. drive. You don't have to leave your home to do that. I've done that before. People that have pulled out to, to, to Austin and 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 talked to our, our uh, legislators who stood outside in the cold and the rain. I set up a drive for them so they could get hot cocoa, some some bananas, some stuff. I didn't have to leave my home to do that. I couldn't go out there and do it. Nice. So like you gotta find your lane, you, you that the things that you're good at and and Use those to the best of your ability, but we do not live online. All of this, the youth that like, like I know that our legislators got got Twitter accounts now, but they are not <laughs> doing laws and stuff on Twitter. Right, like, we live in the real world, and we need to have real world activism. And social media is a beautiful thing, and it's great, but it has to be used as an extension of real world activism. It shouldn't take mm-hmm. the place of it. It shouldn't replace mm-hmm. it. And we get into that that space sometimes, and we're just like, we feel like our offline mirrors are are online, and mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't. And so you see a lot of things, and you're just like, man. You you're thinking 
online life is just like being offline and it's not. And I, mm-hmm. I try to inform my audience of that and, and, and hope that that inspires them to want to teach other people that because it's, it's, it's wild. Cause I, I can come on here, get hurt by about 10 messages that somebody sends me that from a stranger. And then I just log off. I cut you off. I don't see you no more. You're not impacting my life. But a lawmaker who just, just voted for something that does impact my life. Mm-hmm. I can't turn that off. I can't mm-hmm. hide from that. That that's impacting me right now and hurting me right now at the immediate. So we have to move more towards offline activism and uh, and mm. we have to figure out as advocates, we have to figure out the best way to inform our audiences of doing that. And we also which is something that I see that a lot of um, autistic advocates have in like this mindset that that everything can be done with just us. Mm. Like we don't need the input of a neurotypical. We don't need the parents putting giving their two cents. We don't need the professionals giving that. And and, and when yeah, when we do, we do. And we need a whole community effort, whole people working on behalf of specific people. And that's how we get things done. And that's how we get things passed. And ABA did not become the juggernaut that it did because it was only autism parents pushing it. It was mm-hmm. everybody working on it. Everybody. Their grassroots game was strong. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, if you want to 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 go against that machine, you are going to need more bodies. You mm-hmm. are going to need more people, and you are going to need them outside of this community. Yes, and that's something that a lot of people's not understanding or getting. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you're right because I mean, I mean, I, I, it, it totally makes sense, um, and and certainly online, um, you know, I think these voices are 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 are, well, some of the voices are anyway are are are, are pushing away, yes, <laughs> are pushing away all the other voices, and 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 mm-hmm. it's sort of this this. Um, um, uh, it's a phrase my wife likes to use a lot: uh, uh, keyboard courage. Um, uh, that, that folks, you know, it's a lot easier to sort of say these statements, you know, from behind a computer without showing your face. I mean, without, um, uh, you know, um, um, and, 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 you know, and you can come back to it. You can stop the conversation at any moment and respond again mm-hmm. three days later, you know, when you've taken a breath or whatnot, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a real conversation like, like we're having right now. Um, and, 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 and so, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're, 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 you're bang on. And, and, you know, I haven't seen, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, live in person, you know, autistic advocacy. Um, uh, uh, and and I think certainly the pandemic has played you know a big role in boosting 
the online sort of, um, you know, presence of a lot of folks because they just haven't been able to get out at all, period. But is 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 there is is there a lot of uh of of live stuff that that that's happening i mean beyond sort of like the stuff that you said about sort of the 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 grassroots movement that got aba you know into the mainstream and got funding and insurance and all those sorts of things um on board um uh no i think it's i think that that particular um issue with visibility and representation Mm -hmm. um in the in a in a live way or format i think that's um it's like part a lot of people aren't asking us um aren't Mm -hmm. aren't reaching out to us they're not um amplifying our voices in the way that we deserve to be amplified Mm -hmm. and then i also think it's part a lot of these activists act, autistic activists they really ain't about doing this work honestly mm-hmm. if i'm gonna be honest about yeah. it they, they would rather be online yelling at you screaming at you and not like taking more nuanced approaches and not yes. expanding their activism and not wanting to do more yes like there's so many that i've been in conversation with behind closed doors and it's like it's a whole lot of, i can't do that i don't want to do that i can't yes. see myself being yes. like that this is just how i feel about this and this and i'm like but advocacy isn't about how you feel it's about how somebody else feels then yes. just be a self-advocate don't be yes. an advocate for all people be a self-advocate for yourself you know but don't take how you feel and then apply it to my life because you're mm-hmm. not serving me. you're not serving me well at all and so then there's a lot of that it's 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 that as well then it's also a lot of organizations they don't look for us until april so (laughs) so it's like you know like i can i can i can probably get well now this past year i've gotten a lot of like offers to go and like talk and, and, and and speak and do courses and stuff um but april that stuff that it ramps up like I think I got like 50 emails right now about like, you know, hey, can you go do this talk? Can you do this? Can you do that? But throughout the year, right. like, it's not a lot of opportunities for us to um to 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 put our message out there, to 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 speak to the masses, to do that. And I, that's why I just kind of decided that, you know, I created the community I didn't want to see, and now I have to 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 create the 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 coverage that I want to see. If I want to see more of us out there, then I have to make that happen. Instead of like mm-hmm. waiting for them to come around, it might take too long. So that's like my goal for this year is just to put my face wherever I feel like I need to put my face. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I'm gonna do. That's like part of what I want to see happen is more autistic representation and not just any old autistic representation i'm talking about you know more autistic people of color more black people more indigenous people more asian people more more just more diverse bodies out there because right now you go 
I can walk down the street and ask, like, what do you think autism is? And they're going to give you a little white boy, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. know? Or, mm-hmm. yep. you know, or or white man and yes. super good with math. You know, right. they're not looking for us. They're not seeing us, you know. Society doesn't really know what to do with representations of disability that look like me or my sons. Mm-hmm. So, and if I'm being honest, the whole of this <laughs> this community itself doesn't know what to do with us either, or else they would listen to us more and they mm-hmm. would understand us more, and they mm-hmm. would. You have more opportunities to 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 amplify our stories and our experiences, and you know, I wouldn't be growing so much and getting on their nerves if they actually listened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or like gave me an opportunity to share my story and and hear me out. So it's just, yeah, yeah. It's like I. <laughs> It's so weird. Like I have always, I've always thought, and then they can go like a million different, <laughs> different ways, and then they're like, sure, hitting oh, my head, and I'm like, dang, what should I, what, what direction am I actually going here with this conversation? <laughs> the second secret word is habit. Absolutely. No, and I love it. I, and, and, and I appreciate just you, you just being raw and honest and, and kind of sharing your truth with me and, yeah. and, and hopefully the folks that are listening. Um, you know, I, I, uh, some of the stuff kind of, we, we talked a, a few weeks back, just kind of planning for this conversation. And, and, um, you know, I, I think I'm, I made the most notes in a, in a pre-conversation that I've ever made. Um, just because like you said, you have just so many really interesting ideas and really interesting perspectives that I think a lot of folks aren't thinking about. And I think you're, and you really kind of touched on it just with the last thing you just said, you know, about sort of, you know, our world's view of autism is like you say, it is, it, it is, um, you know, um, well, essentially a, a little white boy, um, who's, you know, um, uh, who, you know, you know, uh, repeat sports facts or, or, um, or, 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 you know, or flaps his hands or, 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 you know, no, knows every phone number in the telephone book, um, or the opposite, you know, engages in a lot of, you know, dangerous kinds of uh, behaviors and activities and you know is unsafe and so on and so forth and 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 we've really kind of you know uh, painted this picture of autism that's you know it's 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 almost it's almost you know like a circus act um um and 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 and, and we're not we're not treating autistic folk i think like people you know, we're, 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 you know, we're, 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 we're treating them kind of like these sort of, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it, it, it's very objectified in a way, um, 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 and, and limiting and, and, and really kind of this narrow, this narrow perspective of kind of what, what autism really is. And I think also, you know, a lot of, a lot of sort of the, 
it seems to me like a lot of the anti kind of ABA rhetoric is also coming from, you know, and I, and I could be wrong here, but just from what I've seen, it seems to be mostly white folk as well. Um, um, and, 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 and we were talking a bit about that. I wonder if you could maybe elaborate on that a bit and sort of why, why, why that, I mean, obviously just having a white perspective alone is a problem. And I think we we're, we're learning that now and society is starting to sort of slowly pick up on that. But why in particular is that a problem in this conversation? That, um, that white people are dominating the conversations surrounding disability and and, ar- and, and around and, ABA? and banning ABA like this sort of ban ABA oh. idea because I, I you and I were talking about I think about how you know if if we if we got rid of it then what would we do mm-hmm. exactly right? yeah. I, it it's I want to say it's majority white people with that perspective but there there's a few um you know black persons other persons of color yeah. um, who share the same segment, but it's because they, they try to throw those perspectives at me as a, a way to strengthen their arguments. And I'm just like, we're not a monolith. Mm-hmm. Everything that I speak about comes from my own experiences. And definitely I'm not alone in the perspective that I share, mm-hmm. but I don't use my life to beat it over someone's head so that they can they can come to my side Mm -hmm. but this perspective is overwhelmingly from a white vantage point Mm -hmm. and and that's much like all of our the the entirety of disability rights movements Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. center white bodies white perspectives white lives Mm -hmm. and we are governed by them way the way they move we gotta go with them and so when that when i'm sitting here and i'm saying as someone who has done ABA, as someone who's lived as a black child in america growing up to be a black adult woman with black sons and a black husband and black family members and cousins and aunts and uncles. ABA wasn't any more traumatic than living as a black person in America with or without a disability. And we live in a compliant based society, no system, no resource, no accommodation, no services any of that none of that is going to be completely harm free because they still have to operate within violent oppressive systems mm-hmm. that is, that means that speech that's your ot that's this this whole neuro affirming therapy thing that's out that i don't fully understand <laughs> but i just know that my child still can't access that mm-hmm. um they still have to operate under violent systems. So you're getting, so we're focusing on getting rid of ABA, but we're not working on the systems that birthed 
behavior. Yes. Behaviorism is all around us. And so what I'm saying is this is some this is a measure that isn't helping me. This is a measure that's not helping my son. It's not helping my children. It's not helping others that are like us. Yes. Because we still have to navigate these violent, horrific systems. And how do you expect us to do it? And with this last, with I, I wrote a post that said, I said, who taught you to mask? And I did, and it was more rhetorical than anything, which I probably mm. should have stated that. But, <laughs> you know, everybody was answering it. But what I, the point I wanted to make was, who taught you to modify your behavior so that you can acclimate to a world that wasn't designed for you mm. and your brain? Who taught you to do that? Was it your teachers? Was it your parents? Was were even therapy and that did it? No, it was it was the world itself that taught you that. It wasn't a specific therapy that mm. taught you that. Hmm. You know, your parents might have taught you, but they learned it themselves as well. Mm -hmm. You're you're a, when you go to work, and I sit there and I'm reading all these autistic adults who are working, and they're like, "Today I had a mask, and it's so exhausting." And I'm like, "Yes, it is. Masking is exhausting. It's harmful. It hurts. It sucks." Hmm. And you did it and you do it every single day. And you yeah. know why you do it? Because you need to survive. You need money to eat. You need insurance. You need a car. You need a, a, to get out of your house. You need to meet friends. You need to, yes. do, you know, you are doing all of these things so that yes. you can survive in this world. Right? Yeah. And then, but what about my son who cannot learn that? Who doesn't modify his behavior as quickly as I can? Who gets who learns that that masking helps? Masking survive is a survival method for yep. him. How does he learn that? And y'all, and you want to remove one of the only things that is going to teach him how to survive in this violent world, these yes. oppressive systems. And you leave us and you give us nothing in return. You give us nothing for taking. So you want to remove it, but you don't want to give us something back. But even if you removed it, what would you replace it with? Would it be on the same scale as, as accessible as ABA is right now? And, and to be honest with you, it's not ABA is not as accessible as many autistic advocates would like you to believe. Hmm. But Less, well, you know, like everybody's in it. Insurance is like to pay for it. No, they don't. Insurance do not like to pay for nothing. You know, if they like to pay for ABA, they wouldn't have been mandated to cover it. And even then, there was loopholes within the mandates because a lot of insurance companies still weren't covering it. And they're not covering a full 40. They want to try and cover as little bit as possible because they don't like to pay. Right. <laughs> so... That's that 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 right there is an argument that's incredibly wild to me, but it spreads like wildfire yes. by people who don't have children, who don't have to navigate the healthcare system like we have to, and how we know that ABA isn't as accessible as they think it is. But how, what are you going to replace it with? And that, that's the that's the the thing. Even if you could replace it, could it be covered with insurance? Mm -hmm. New therapies that you're talking about, this neuro affirming. I, I I don't know what that is fully. Like, 
But even if you could replace it with something, would insurances cover it? Mm-hmm. You know, they like to cover things that have science behind it, or yes. they consider it experimental and they don't cover it. Yes. So how do you get insurance to cover these things? Is it accessible? Does it take into account impairment? There's a lot of things that my old, my youngest can access, but my oldest cannot because they are impaired differently by autism. Their autism hmm. looks different. And so there are a lot of things that they can't access. So there's a lot of, a, a lot of layers involved and i'm and i'm saying i'm like this is why i'm like it's not fully about aba it's about these systems it's about how all of these therapies that we go to including speech including ot including everything else operates under these systems yes which is why my sons were kicked out of ot and speech because their behaviors interfered with their progress which is why all the speech this my 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 son was with they leveraged speech they didn't even introduce the aac device for my son i had to do that i had to fight to do that mm-hmm. because they leveraged speech because life would be more easier for them if they could learn to talk yes and, and that's harmful that's that's a horrible thing for them to go through and that's because we live within a world that is compliant based and based on convenience and the needs of the collective and not looking at what helps those that are not great in number, those whose bodies deviate from what is considered the norm. And the further off you are different, the worse that they treat you. So it's like, this isn't about ABA. It's about, fixing these systems and since these systems are not fixed we are always going or or completely gutted honestly you don't want to fix mm-hmm. it you want to start fresh gut it pull it from its root and and go do it again and build it better but we have a community that's not trying to do that they're not trying to address systems they're trying to address symptoms yes and i'm like our energy is 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 misplaced because one, I'm trying to dismantle systems that harm myself, my children, and others like them, while simultaneously trying to navigate through them because they will not be gutted in my lifetime. Yes, and probably not my my children either. So they have to figure out how to navigate these systems, and and that's how my post with CPS was yesterday. It's like, yeah, CPS called on us because my son didn't wear socks. What? So like in my life, yeah, socks, socks. So CPS officer is at my youngest school and we didn't even know. Interviewing him without us, we didn't even know. What? For socks. Unannounced visits to our house so they can go through our fridge, check and see if we had food, see if they had clothes, go through the drawers, <sighs> go through the bedroom, see if they had all of that. And so, and I'm sitting here. So what do you think that I did after that? Do you think that I took on the establishment of CPS? No, I worked <laughs> on getting my son to wear socks because I yes. didn't want to go through that again. So I had to do everything that I could to get him to wear socks. Yes. And that goes against his every fiber of his being. It went against who he was. It's sensory for him. Right. That was probably a difficult 
difficult time around us. And then I probably cried every single day trying to get him over mm. socks. And that is what I was attempting to tell this community is that you're sitting here with the decision, the decision to put your child in ABA is a behavior in itself. So mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to eradicate this behavior, eliminate this behavior, and how you go about it matters. So you're not addressing symptoms. You're trying to just pull the rug from beneath our feet and say, here, stand, you know, yep. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, we have to to fix these systems. So I'm working to fix systems, but I'm also making sure my child has on socks. <laughs> you know, so I'm having to do both, but they're not trying to even do both. They just wanna wanna gut systems mm-hmm. and not understand that not gut systems. They wanna gut a symptom of yes. a system. Yes. And not understand that it's so much bigger than that. It's so it's so deep and complex and it's not as easy as as removing something because mm-hmm. it's still here. It's still everywhere. And behaviorism permeates through throughout all our structures, all our institutions, every single thing. And so to sit there and try to get them to understand that is beyond me and then when i when i wrote in that essay was that the only reason that aba is abuse now is because it impacts white people (laughs) (laughs) and and i meant that i meant that i was like we're sitting here they don't listen to 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 non-white bodies Mm -hmm. that are disabled yes always so ironic to me it's so confusing to me when this country basically assigned disability to non-white bodies in the first place they gave us disability they labeled us disabled they 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 institutionalized us more they medicated us more and all these systems these system of ableism that you see today is mm-hmm. a result of how they treated non-white bodies yesterday and so they, they, how they don't want to like hear our experiences and 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 and, and amplify our voices is is disheartening and mm. it's painful and it's like we have been living compliant based lives from the moment we set foot in America. Yes, our bodies have been governed from day one yes and y'all weren't saying nothing still weren't our but we we're being killed in the street by law enforcement and there's still not enough care about that and but as soon as like as soon as something like ABA, as soon as compliancy hits them in a way that it kind of hits us it don't hit hit them to the magnitude that it hits us but when it started to hit them that is when aba became abusive not when we were telling them hey we're dying under the thumb of white supremacy here like mm-hmm. all of us <laughs> like like the foot is on our necks it's, it's 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 hurting no no that didn't wake them up that didn't, didn't, didn't they didn't hear that you know but but they hear it now now it's abusive everything this is abusive 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been telling y'all since we've been here that this society is abusive to bodies that don't look like white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, we've been telling y'all this. And so it, it it's like watching the be the arguments and things just kind of like unfold is just very um it's frustrating and it's angering and it's just like y'all can't even like my story and our story with my boys and it, it resonates with white families of autistic children hmm. who present like my oldest like they they don't they don't go through the racial part that we go through mm-hmm. but they go through all the other and they relate to that and they relate to our story more because the more disabled that society views their children, mm-hmm. the closer they are to being treated like us. Mm. And so mm. they relate to story and they get it. And, and so it's just like white supremacy hurts white people. <laughs> you know, mm. so it's like it hurts them too. Wow. So this is just things that they gotta we gotta sit down and talk more about. So when I say I hate talking about ABA, like that's one of the things I hate talking about. But I needed a foot in this door. Like I was like, if I if I want to address systems, maybe this will be an easier way to be like, yo, maybe you can get it because it's like a hot button issue that everybody's kind of on mm-hmm. right now. So I'm like, let me introduce it in this way, but. On Patreon today, I was talking about how I was so frustrated because I feel like I'm making progress, but I feel like I'm also not growing anywhere. Mm. Because I feel like they're getting it and then they're not getting it. So mm. they're like, well, we should just reform it because there's nothing else. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, right? Let's reform it because really there isn't nothing else. But let's also, let's, let's, let's also work on these systems. Let's also mm-hmm. work on this stuff. Let's also fix mm-hmm. that. Let's get because my both both of my children have had guns pulled on them by law enforcement, and so mm. I'm like I'm also working with trying to fix mindsets within police departments so that doesn't happen again, mm-hmm. you know. So let's do that. So when I when I when I shared about that, I'm like, not too many of y'all are concerning yourselves with helping me to change the cop. Mm-hmm. What y'all want to do is y'all want y'all want to keep me from helping my son not have a gun pulled on him. I have to yes. modify his behavior and I have to figure out how to do that. Yes. But you're condemning me for you you are attacking me for trying to save my son's life, but you aren't helping me try to change the cop as well. Help me there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's what a lot of it is is coming down to. It's like I'm like advocacy work is not easy work. It's not slight work. It's not one issue work. It's a multitude of things you got to fight on all fronts multiple fronts they want to take one thing and ride that pony into the ground and i'm like no we have to work on this and also work on that and work on that and work on that and work on that all at the Mm -hmm. same time because we live as whole individuals with complex lives complex intersections and all of those things need to be addressed and so it's like a lot of um, misunderstandings. It's a lot of a lot of centering themselves. It's a lot of mm-hmm. like like I can sit there and I can talk about you know 
all this police violence that 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 occurs to non-white bodies in particular black bodies but then someone you know will write about all the harm that comes to disabled people at the hands of law enforcement and stuff huh. like are you trying to are you trying to co-opt our experience here break yes. that down further what what's the percentage of disabled bodies that are not white that are yes. being harmed it's not it's majority black bodies followed closely secondly by indigenous bodies what are we doing <laughs> like so it's like yes don't do that like <laughs> there's a lot of issues yeah. that 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 disabled people face mm-hmm. and, and and then there's a lot of issues that non-white disabled bodies face that deserve mm-hmm. their own attention own amplification and stuff mm-hmm. and that's what i'm trying to trying to put into people's heads so it's never for me it's never been about ABA. it's always been about systems it's always yes. been about about dismantling breaking apart destroying these systems that cause us to have to to perform these behaviors that cause mm-hmm. us to, to to modify behaviors in such a way that cause us harm that sucks and hurts there's a lot of masking that i do that hurts i don't like yeah. doing it i didn't like learning how to do it i don't like teaching my child how to do it i don't like it it sucks it hurts it makes you cry it's 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 just like and then some days you can't some days i can't some days i've had meltdowns in little stores and you're so freaking scared because you don't know what's gonna happen are you gonna is, is are we gonna call the police on you what's gonna happen are you gonna mm-hmm. take your children it's a lot of a lot of fears and a lot of things going on and so when you're mm-hmm. sitting there and you're like dang this happened the police was in my lives. The CPS was in my lives. The school doesn't know what to do. This, that, ABA. I gotta do something. Yep. Like I, you, you, you are sitting there and you're like, I have to do something. I have to do something to help my child. I have to figure mm-hmm. out what to do. You know. And then you come on online and you're like, you're, you're abusing your child. You're hurting, and you're just like. You know, and I I want everyone to listen to everybody's story because ABA for myself was sucky. It was traumatic. It did suck. You mm-hmm. know, but I can't. But I don't use the 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 trauma that I went through to 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 stun someone else into silence. Like I can't do that. I can't take my trauma and hit them with it mm-hmm. because that doesn't change. I have to see where they're coming from. They have to see where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And we have to meet somewhere where we can work together to try and change things. And that's what I want to do. I want to change things. So my having a complex, nuanced view of ABA has made me like some target for so many people. Now I'm pro-ABA. I'm a ABA apologist. Mm-hmm. I but apparently that's what I am and (laughs) I'm just like I I can't care about that because I want I have to one I have to have to raise children and Mm -hmm. then two I have to to help them in the best way that I can because I see what I see happening is this movement to to remove something 
that I see not changing like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, all of these systems we navigate in are harmful. All of them. Yes. And they're going to continue to be harmful because the world we live in is harmful. And so it's like, we have to, to work on changing yeah. this world. And I need more people to to understand that and get that. And I and and I hope that that happens. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Wow, yeah, there's oh so much good stuff here, but also really bad stuff, of course. Um um it's just good stuff as far as learning, but just bad about sort of the reality of what this world is, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, gosh, yeah, 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 you hit the nail on so many heads in, 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 in that last, uh, explanation. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it, and it's so tricky for folks. I mean, I think to, to, you know, they really need to, you really need to understand all these, all these, all these moving parts to, to, to really be able to have have opinions on these things um um you know you know I, I totally hear you the idea of sort of you know so let's just ban aba okay let, let's just say we do it we let's just say aba never existed in the first place let's say aba never happened <laughs> do, does the do I, I wonder if these if, if folks understand now that you know the world would still be the same. We would still be in this compliance. We would still be in this world. You would still get CPS would still come to your school to, to interview mm-hmm. your sockless child. Um, um, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, you know, you know, they, they, they invented sandals for a reason. So folks could walk around without socks on. I mean, it's, it's, um, it, Right. It, 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 it's ridiculous that um, I mean, it's ridiculous to think that, you know, that 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 you would have to go through that. And yet right. this is what families and people and particularly people of color, particularly black families are going through on a daily basis. It's got nothing to do with the. It doesn't wouldn't even matter if your 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 kids were autistic or not. You know, a, a black kid exactly. with no socks and a white parent and a white teacher and a white parent sees that and calls CPS. CPS will come a running because that's how our systems work and that's what our systems are based on. And right. And no and 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 the only thing that in this moment's going to help your child with those socks on is you know essentially a, you know, <laughs> forcing him I to wear socks. Put, pushing yeah. him pushing him through that sensory pain, that sensory discomfort traumatizing him essentially and and making him wear these socks uh because the alternative is him being removed from your family and 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 so and 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 probably the best way to make him wear those socks is aba um um uh and so from one perspective that's abuse you're forcing this kid to wear socks with aba you know, uh, but from another perspective, you're saving this kid from being removed from his family with ABA. Um, and from the real perspective, we have a system that allows a kid to be removed from his family because he doesn't wear socks. 
um, and 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 exactly. and particularly black children. Um, you know, uh, you know, and and, and mm-hmm. I know the socks is sort of a you know a, a loose example. There's probably not thousands and thousands of black children being removed from their families for not wearing socks, but 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 there could be, um, and that's the sort of ridiculousness and and also you know, uh, sy- systemic problem that we have um, uh, of, of this systemic racism. And I think this really goes back to, you know, w- kind of why I brought you on in the first place and, and that essay you wrote and that, you know, the idea that, you know, ABA is just a leaf, you know, a- ABA is not the root of the problem. The root is all of these systemic issues um, that go back hundreds of years. You know, they go back to, you know, the very the very beginnings of 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 uh, of of sort of, you know, the you know sort of the the, the European world, you know, pre colonial pre colonization pre America, um, um, uh, where we where where you know some idiot white guy decided that, uh, uh, you know. Uh, someone's skin color you know you know made them inferior and they were in fact somehow a closer relative to you know a a a monkey or an ape or something and uh and and this was pre-internet pre-everything and a couple people in that room believed that conversation and slowly that that story got passed and passed and passed and the next thing you know we've got this world of of uh, of, of black and white um, and, 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 and hate. And, and, and it's just, it's just, it's such an old system, you know, and, 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 and it goes well beyond autism and well beyond, you know, um, ABA and all that sort of stuff. It's, 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 it's huge, but nobody wants to work on that stuff. It's a lot easier just to work on the leaf. It's a lot easier just to pull one leaf off the tree um, than it is. Incredibly yeah. Easy. Yeah. And- it's easy. It's easier. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's easier. It's, it's, sure. it's, it's incredibly difficult to remove ABA. Period. I mean, yes. I like how you said. Like, if, let's just say you know ABA was it never existed, but it would just be something else. Something else would take mm-hmm. its place because this is the society that we live in. You gotta yep. you remove something, and then something similar will pop into place. But like, so even if you had a least harmful ABA or whatever is it truly harmless Mm -hmm. because we're still living in these systems and you're still and you're still having to teach your children Mm -hmm. or adults whoever's doing ABA to acclimate to a world that is driven by compliance Mm-hmm. Like you're still having to, you're just figure, you're just teaching them in a more gentle way, but but they're yeah. still having to learn that. They're still having to to, you know, I like I like to see, I like to think that I was being super gentle and and careful and patient and kind with my mm-hmm. son, teaching him to wear sure. socks, yeah. but that was still. At me yes. forcing him to wear socks. That was still me and getting him to, to, to do something that wasn't yep. right for him. 
that didn't feel good for yep. him. So that's essential. Like it's it's so difficult and so complex. And for a lot of people, it's really the only thing that they have. It's 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 they don't have much else that they can use or utilize and and, and go to. Like my my least favorite thing that I hear from other um people are like, well, you could do speech, you could do OT, mm-hmm. and I'm like through what like my insurance only covers 30 visits per year mm-hmm. and that's like a combination so if i did both speech and ot that's like 15 visits mm-hmm. <laughs> you know each and then that's um only like 30 minute visits and then he's still going to a therapist where uh nine times out of ten they were like uh, trying to teach him how to talk Instead right. of like teaching him how to, to navigate his AAC device, you know, or he was being discharged from OT because he wasn't making any progress, mm-hmm. which is why he was in OT in the first place. <laughs> so it's like a lot, and a lot of schools will kick out children or they don't know what to do with them. And uh, so it, it's, it's a lot of, of, things it's a lot of a lot of parts and a lot of things that people have to to understand before they like let me just gut it all get rid of it or you know any of that and then the irony of it all is like when the people assumed that because of my perspective that they felt like my children were in ABA not, but they assumed that they were mm-hmm. they were telling me that I needed to have my children taken away wow. <laughs> like I needed to I, I get those messages like the last one I got was probably two days ago. My children need to be taken away. I deserve to have CPS pulled on. Like it's like a lot. So you want to use a violent system mm-hmm. to replace the violent system. Mm-hmm. So you want to take my children, put them into another harmful system because mm-hmm. you assume that they are doing a harmful system. So it's like you aren't fully they're not fully thinking about the things that they say when they say it. It's just like yes. there's one goal in the singular like goal and they don't think about the, the, the lives and the things that would impact. Mm-hmm. And then they all claim I just need to save my children. They're not saving my children. Like they're good. I'm taking care of them. I'm saving mm-hmm. I'm good. You know, and it's just like a lot of um, misguided advocacy in this area. Mm-hmm. A lot of things need to change. A lot of um, mindsets like have to change. Mm-hmm. We have to work more together on things, but we have to listen to each other. Like we have to understand one another and what everyone's going through and then we have to acknowledge that we need everybody mm-hmm. like we need everybody and it's like it's hard to to have this 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 unit or this community working together when there's so many different factions going on it's like a like a, a group within a group it's like mm-hmm. you got parents you got people you got professionals you got therapists you got or therapist is professional. I don't know. They all got different like groups of 
people like yeah. trying to just talk over each other and it's just like I don't know if I ever met in a community that's just that as fractured as this one. I mean, I'm not a part of any other specific like um disability communities. Like my mom has MS, so I do a lot of like stuff with that community mm-hmm. to like help her and everything. They are not as fractured here. <laughs> like no. like I have a friend whose child um is Down syndrome and I don't recall it being this broken. Like it's just like a lot of a lot of infighting and we can't get anywhere. It's just like a lot of a lot of fighting. A lot of back and forth. And a lot of the times they try to bring me into that. So like if you you call me as many things as you want, you want me you're trying trying to drag me into that. But I'm a little past all that. I'm still gonna run my mouth. But I'm just like you know, I'm still run my mouth. I'm just not gonna address you. Like, so I have goals and I have things that I want to like accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I, I would hope that, you know, that I can inspire other people to want to reach out and help other people. And, mm-hmm. you know, and not be so mean, mean about it. Like, you can voice anger. Like, I'm angry all the time at our circumstances and how we're treated. And, and all of that. I just try to channel it in a different way that's more productive. And then I like I mm-hmm. hope that others can mm-hmm. find a way to channel theirs in a way that works best for not only them but for like everybody else. And that's like the one of the main things is just to get advocates, be they parent or autistic or professional to to know that advocacy involves you concerning yourself with other people mm-hmm. it's not you it's you the, the main thing you're doing is listening like you have to listen to the needs and the worries and concerns of the people you want to serve mm-hmm. listen to what they want and then you help them obtain what they need and so that's a lot of what's missing. A lot of it's like, this is what I went through. This is my life. This is what I'm going to fight. Like, it's a lot of you, 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 <laughs> me. Like, it's like, but that's not what this group needs mm. from you. This group needs you to listen. And then they need you to help them obtain the things that they need specifically. And so that is what advocacy is. Mm. Like, there's a lot of things that I do for myself because I'm also a self-advocate. There's a lot of things that I'm like, okay, I need to fight this for myself, but I don't push those things out. I don't share those things because that's like, I don't want to be using my life to, like, push my agendas onto theirs. They have different needs. They have different, yeah. different concerns. And so that's what I, I do. I listen. I listen. What 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 inspired how I shifted how I how I shared here was that I listened to what all these parents would say and what all of these autistic people would say and what all these professionals would say, and they were like literally screaming for more nuance. Mm-hmm. 
or like more depth to what they were seeing. They did not like going into spaces and seeing, you know, three word posts and then it's done mm -hmm. and or fill in the blank. Like this this fill in the blank stuff and it's weird. <laughs> but they got and you know, and it's like they they were wanting that, they were needing that. And then I was like, crap. Because I need to see that too. Like I wasn't on a mission to be like, let me tell my life story as well and like fit it in. But I I wanted a way for people to connect with what it was that I was sharing and see themselves in those stories. Because a lot of times when people can see themselves in another person, hmm. then that inspires them to want to do more. And so that's when I was like, okay, well, I'll share more about my life but mm -hmm. try and like get them to see that we need help in this area not just for myself but for all the other people who are faced with similar things so it's just like a collection of me listening to everybody and then realizing their lives were like mine as well and mine are like theirs so that's how I started to change how I share and and change the things that I was fighting for because it's like that's what I'm hearing, that's what I'm seeing, and that's what I gotta I gotta you know fight for, you know. So it's 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 I'm not the biggest person on like reform because I'm like it. I don't know if that's possible because it's like we still live within these systems and these systems are bad. And I don't know if you can truly make it harmless, but a lot of people need that. They need it to be like that. So that's what I would, would help them to obtain, to help them get that across. And it's not something that's like, you know, I don't know if it's something that I would want to do, but it's something that they want. And that's what advocacy mm -hmm. is, is you're listening to what people in your community or in that community needs, and you're trying to help them get that. Because it's not about you. Mm -hmm. and it's about them. And we got a lot of we have a lot of activists that are about themselves and not yes. about the community. Yes. The third secret word is community. Yeah, though so that that makes a lot of sense, and 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 I appreciate that, and I think and I really respect that, and and I get that you 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 could totally use your forum to you know better yourself and and you know and 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 get more accolades for yourself or improve your own life and improve your own you know sort of uh, self advocacy related issues, but. But you don't, and I think that's that's really important. Um, <clears throat> this has been really a really I think eye opening conversation. I I I I knew we were gonna I knew we were gonna get into you know the roots of things, and that ABA wasn't the problem, and that, and that there was roots to it all. But um, but but I I think I think uh, a term that you've used quite a few times through this conversation and through other conversations we've had is nuance. 
you know, and it, it, it's just, it's, it, it's just not a black and white, um, um, thinking kind of, you know, uh, conversation. There's just so many little bits in between that, uh, that, that we really need to, to, to consider and, and true advocacy really needs to happen. Like you said, you know, live in person, you know, with, with you know, with your, you know, with your local politicians, with your, you know, <clears throat> with your school board, with your whoever, um, um, you know, not not just on um, on social media, because those folks aren't looking to social media to make their decisions. Um, maybe just to kind of <clears throat> to kind of close things off, because, I mean, I think folks, I, 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 I folks have to come follow you and come check out your stuff because there's just, there's, there's so much more good information that you're, you're, you're just putting out every day. It's really good content. Um, uh, you know, high props for just pushing through and, 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 you know, I think a lot of, a lot, a lot of people would have given up. A lot of people would have quit. A lot of people would have closed their Facebook and social media accounts and just given up on that side of things, you know, but you just kept pushing through and uh you know you know even against against all odds and 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 like you said you are you are you know making noise and you are being heard and and you know the you know uh, the the followers are going up and that's a sign that people people want to want to hear these stories when i <clears throat> when i told several people in different circles that i have my employment circles and my collegial circles and whatever <clears throat> that i was interviewing you every single one of them was like you know tell her we're a fan tell her we're a fan um, um, you know, um, uh, you know, you're, you're making an impact on so many different, uh, groups right now with that. But <clears throat> I think you're also right that the real impact, you know, is going to be made when the people that are listening to you go out and start, you know, doing the real advocacy themselves. You know, there's so many folks that are yelling, you know, ban ABA. Well, those same voices could be yelling, you know, ban police brutality, right? Or or whatever, um, and and or 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 you know, stop these compliance related systems, or stop calling the cops when 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 people aren't wearing socks, you know, and and so on. Um, um, what what kinds of things? Kind of just to sort of wrap up, what kinds of things are you doing now? Like what 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 are you working on now? What is kind of the new projects sort of outside of Instagram and social media in terms of advocacy? What are some of those advocacy efforts? Um, right in? now, the I'm writing a book. I got a publishing deal with um, Row House Publishing, and I'm gonna put out a book about. Cool. my son and 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 he's non-speaking and it's just going to be a, book, uh, a celebration of like yep. love and language and and all that good stuff i'm excited about that and um i'm focusing a lot of energy on finishing Fun. that one up i am doing a i'm doing probably like three panels next month on aba is one of them advocacy is in general is another and i i, I would say the third is hmm. like policing um i'm also working on doing another doing a few more courses this year like i did i did a couple of courses last year for um a few organizations to show to their local police departments. So I'm 
I'm shooting cool. to do more of those this year. Um, mm-hmm. I am looking to work with a few determined mothers here in Texas to try to introduce a few uh introduce a few laws <laughs> to help us out here in Texas. <laughs> um and um I guess getting even more active on my Patreon where I'm able to share a lot more in depth things um with uh with a lot of people who are super engaged and wanting to do the work. So I'm super excited about doing that. But yeah, those are the things I got going on Neat. right now. Uh, there's probably more, but I, you know, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you got a lot in your head. I, 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 you don't need to be able to pull everything out in the moment. Um, I appreciate that. Oh, that's really cool. I really look forward to the book coming out. I'll definitely be a, a buyer. Um, um, any idea when you think that might be coming out? I mean, you're still working at writing it, I guess. So I'm still writing it. The goal, my publisher's goal is to probably next cool. September, but if I can finish it earlier, probably that's amazing. Earlier. That's so. amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Tiff, Tiff, Tiffy, Tiffany, as we went through at the beginning, trying to figure <laughs> out what to call you. Uh, um, thanks so much for coming on and talking to me. I mean, uh, me and, you know, selfishly, I, I, I am one of those people that doesn't like to read a lot. So I appreciate, I appreciate you having a conversation with me. Um, and I think there's going to be other folks out there that will, will appreciate the, uh, the vocal version versus the text version every now and then too. And we'll get, we'll get to those folks. Just, just thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's, it's been, it's been just a real pleasure, a real humbling honor. Thank you so much for having me. This is great.